You are listening to Done With The Dumb Stuff, hosted by Next Level Success Coach, Empowerment Speaker, Arthur, and founder of the Phenomenal Woman Empowerment Network, Sharice L. Irby. Sharice is a storyteller, so the topics and discussions are woven with her real-life experiences and are selected to empower, encourage, equip, and elevate listeners to live your best, most authentic lives right now. Get ready for a different perspective. And as we always say, listen at your own risk. Hey, hey, hey. It's your girl, Sharice L. Irby. Yes. And I am just absolutely like turning cartwheels. I'm excited for today's topic. Um, you know, it's it's one of those that gets a lot of discussion going. So I would love to hear, you know, feedback as you listen to my perspective uh, through this podcast. I would love to read your thoughts. Uh, so please drop some comments, uh, whether it's on the, the Anchor podcast page, whether it's on my website, YouTube, I want to hear your feedback. So holla at your girl. (laughs) Okay, let's jump right into it. Today, our topic is every exit is an entry. Where is your exit door taking you? If you follow me on social media, you saw that I had posted this earlier in the week on my uh, Facebook page. It is a thought that has been, um, you know, in my spirit for a little bit. And the reason why is so often, I believe we find ourselves very hesitant, sometimes fearful, um, sometimes um, fearful is probably the best word that I can use to provide the strength of how we feel when we know that it's time to exit a situation, uh, we get apprehensive because if we exit this situation, what's next? What's on the other side of this exit? And that thought, that fear, the fear of the unknown, it will keep us stagnant. For some of us, it will keep us in dysfunctional relationships. For some of us, it will keep us in a job where we're now unhappy because we've stayed too long. For some of us, it may keep us in a church that is no longer serving us and we are no longer serving it. It too has become a toxic situation. It will keep us not fulfilling our goals and our dreams and not doing the very things that we desire because we're fearful of what's on the other side of that exit door. Today, I wanna encourage you, I wanna just put this on your mind that every exit is an entry. Every time you exit through that door, you're entering into a new season in your life. Every exit is an entry. When it comes to 
relationships, be them romantic, be them familiar, be them work relationships, whatever it may be. Oftentimes we think, man, if I allow this person to exit out of my life, who's going to fill those shoes? Who's going to fill that void? If I allow, if I exit from this business, I'm going to spend a little bit of time right here. Sometimes we've had a vision for a business and we started the business and we love the business. It is our heart. You know, it, it's, we're passionate about it, um, but it's just not delivering the results that we need it to deliver. It, it's, just, it's not being what we envisioned it to be, what we need it to be. Um, we don't want to give up faith. We don't want to give up hope. And so we just stay like a hamster on this wheel doing the same thing over and over and over, hoping for a different result, okay? Well, sometimes you just have to be willing to say, I have taken this business, I've taken this venture, I've taken this experience as far as I could. And now it's time to exit. That exit may be selling the business, that exit may be transferring the business, that exit may be bringing on another business partner and you're not the sole, you now become a co-owner. Um, that exit could look like so many different things, but what you have to trust God for is when you exit, that exit is now an entry into a new season, a new chapter of your life. And if you're not willing to take the exit, then you're also saying you're not willing to walk into this new season, this new chapter in your life. And a lot of times for entrepreneurs, for business owners, because we are so emotional, because we're so attached to our dream and our vision and our business, we're not willing to exit. We're not willing to count up the cost and say, okay, now it's time for me to make a different move. That's not giving up. It's knowing when to make a change. It's knowing when to do something different. It may be, you know, that's spending a little time on business and entrepreneurs. It may be a decision in you going back to school or uh, advancing your education. It can be a decision in you having children. You know, there are women that I know that desire to be a mother. They desire to have children. At the same time, they have these amazing careers. They have all of these other amazing things that are happening around them. And there's a little fear. There's a little hesitancy. You know, if I go ahead and have this child, how is my world, how is my life going to change? You may be exiting non-parenthood, but you're entering into parenthood. You're entering into a new season. And man, that new season will be absolutely beautiful, but you got to be willing to exit the previous season. It applies, again, it's a principle. It applies to so many different situations and circumstances in our life. 
I've really been on a trail with relationships because that's what I end up speaking with so many women about. Um, relationships are at the forefront right now. And when it comes to relationships, look, been there, done that, and I've written a couple books, okay? <laughs> because the one thing that I know for sure is that when you let go, if you hold on to something so tight, then it's difficult for God to get something else into your hand. Those of you who are listening to me, you can't necessarily see what I'm doing with my hand, but I have my fist balled up and I have an object. And this object represents my next blessing that God has for me. And he wants to get me this blessing. So he's taking the blessing and he's trying to put it in my hand, but I have this balled up fist. And so the blessing is not, there's not room for this blessing to be able to get in, to get through. This blessing can't break in to be able to overtake me because I'm holding on to all the things that I already have, even if they're no longer serving me well. They're no longer serving me, but I'm still gripping them. When you're willing to exit a situation, a relationship, a circumstance, when you're willing to exit, you're opening your hand. Now, God can take this blessing that he has for you over here, and guess what? He can place it right in the middle of your hand. The very thing that you need, the very thing that you've been praying about and thinking about and contemplating and talking about and journaling and vision boarding, the very thing that you need in this next season in your life, God is ready to get it to you, but you got to be willing to exit your current situations. You got to be willing to walk away from some people, places, things. You got to be willing. You got to be willing. I'm using the word willing, capitalized. You got to be willing to say no to some people. You have to be willing to take some deals off the table. You got to be willing to en encounter some new adventures, some new people coming your way, some new personalities, some new things. You got new encounters. You got to be open. But in order to be open, you got to be willing to exit. You got to be willing to walk away. You got to be willing to risk. You know, we always say no risk, no reward, right? Uh, or scared money don't make money. <laughs> you can't be so fearful of the unknown that you're not willing to proceed without being able to see the entire roadmap, the entire staircase, without knowing the whole plan, without being able to see every detail, every component, you gotta be willing to exit this door, exit stage left in order to enter into this new chapter in this new season. Now, of course, I'm sitting here, you know, encouraging you, empowering you. I'm sitting here speaking life into you. And you're saying, Sharice, that's easier said than done. You know, I've been entangled in this situation for half of my life. I have been connected with this individual for years. I can't remember not being connected to this individual. Uh, I have been entangled in this circumstance 
longer than I ever thought that I would. And it's not just easy to walk away. It's not just easy to exit like you're saying. You know, this is my comfort place. This person is my comfort person. You know, this, this thing that I'm entangled with, this thing is comfortable to me. It's still satisfying something within my internal being. Uh, and so if I let go of this thing, me, you, or no one else can now tell me how my life is going to be different. How am I going to make it? How am I going to survive? How am I going to get past it? Where is my happiness going to come from? I got a couple of stories I want to share with you. I was interviewing a young lady who recently through the Phenomenal Women Empowerment Network became a certified life coach. And I was conducting her interview. And it's on the Phenomenal Women Empowerment Network channel on YouTube. So you can go check it out. But I was interviewing her and she shared this story, which I've heard before, but she shared it. And so it's fresh in my head. There was a store owner who had a dog, his favorite dog. This dog was like a mascot of the store. And the dog would lay right by the front door of the store. And so every customer that came into the store, every customer that came in had to walk past the door, had to walk past the dog. And every customer would always greet the dog and stop to pet the dog. The dog was beloved. But the customers started noticing that the dog was lying on this nail. And the customers begin to think, why is the owner allowing this dog to continue to lay on this nail? Can't the owner see that the dog is in pain and the dog is laying on this nail? And oh my gosh, we love this dog. This dog is so beloved. And we can't believe that the owner of this amazing store that we continue to patronize is allowing this dog to lie on this nail. And so one day, one of the customers approaches the owner and says, hey, I noticed that our beloved dog who we care about so much is laying on this nail and you just allow him to continue to lie on this nail. Why don't you do something about the situation? And the owner said, <laughs> if the nail bothered him as much as it's bothering you, he would get up. I share that story with you to say that so many of you have become comfortable with laying on a nail that is no longer serving you, that is causing you pain, but you're so comfortable with the pain. You're so comfortable with the dysfunction. You're so comfortable with underperforming. You're so comfortable with just a little bit that you're not willing to get up off the nail. You're not willing to exit the situation and circumstance. You're not willing to say no. You're not willing to say I'm done and I'm not taking this anymore. You're not willing to walk away in order to achieve something greater, something better, something that's more adventurous, something that will serve you well something that will take you into your next, something that will take you into a new season 
a greater season, a better season. Now, I'm not saying that it's a season void of any obstacles or void of any situations that you may have to overcome, but it's the next season of greatness in your life. But you got to be willing to get up. You got to be willing to do the very thing that may be uncomfortable for you to do. You have to be willing to exit and trust the entry. Every time you walk out of something, you're always walking into something else. When you get on an elevator, you're getting on that elevator because you're bound to another location. You're going somewhere. You have a destination in, in, in mind. So you get on the elevator, you walk into it, you push floor eight because where you need to go is on floor eight and you push eight on the elevator. The elevator ascends and it arrives at floor eight and the doors open. Now you have a choice. Do you stay on the elevator or do you exit and pursue your very destination, your very dream, your very thought? That's on floor eight. In order for you to walk into your next on floor eight, you have to exit the elevator. If you don't exit the elevator, what happens? The doors close. The opportunity to get off on floor eight closes. And now that elevator is going to go up to another floor. It's going to go down. It's going to take you right back to where you started. Or it's going to take you somewhere that you didn't even want to go. And there's nothing waiting on you because you weren't willing to get off at floor eight. You weren't willing to exit the elevator in order to enter your next. Let me share another example with you. Give it to you a different way. If you've been following me, many of you know that my first marriage, which was a 10-year marriage, was a very dysfunctional marriage. It was abusive emotionally, um, financially, spiritually, every way except for physical. It never got physical, but every other component. And so I felt I took my vows very serious for better or for worse. And when things got worse, I kept telling myself, well, I said for better or for worse, this is worse. I got to hang in here. Um, but it was impacting my children greater than it was impacting me. The abuse was really targeted toward my children. Um, my ex, he was very jealous of my sons. And so he tried to make their lives miserable in hopes that I would send them to go live with their fathers. And then he would have me all to himself. Uh, although he knew that I had my children, of course, before we got married, and he knew they weren't going nowhere. Those were my babies. I, I'm not choosing a relationship over my, over my sons. And, um, and so he tried to make our home as dysfunctional and chaotic as possible in his efforts to push them out, um, you know, just very jealous of my sons. So I said, Lord, I can't keep 
putting my boys through this. I can't keep living this way. It's very toxic. You know, I want to be done with the dumb stuff. Okay. I'm wearing my, my t-shirt today. I'm done with the dumb stuff. I was done with the dumb stuff. And so I sought the Lord and he heard my cry. And for me, he said, Sharice, I never intended for you to live this way. You can get out of the marriage. You just can't break the relationship because that's my son. That is my son. Just like you're my daughter, that's my son. I don't want you to break him, but you can get out the relationship. That's all I needed. That same day that I got the word is the same day that I asked him to pack his things and exit our home. Exit. I asked him to exit. I had to be willing to exit that relationship. Now, you all, I did this at a time where I had been on disability because the toxicity of the relationship had impacted my physical being. Believe it or not, there was a period of time I was in a wheelchair, I was walking with a cane, my hair was falling out. It just physically, the toxicity was eating away at my physical being. And so I had been on disability, but a time had come where I was being challenged. Do I falsify or do I put up a front that I still needed disability? Or do I go back to work? Do I get back into the, my profession and the working world? Um, because my disability was coming to an end. Now I'm in healthcare. I could have found a healthcare professional that would have continued to uh, sign my paperwork that would have kept me on disability. But I was in a crossroads because God was challenging me on my transparency and my honestness and my character. And I could not perpetrate a falsehood at this point. So my disability was at zero. I had zero income coming in. The only income that was coming into the household at that time was his income. And I just asked this man to leave. So you know, when he left, his income was gonna go right with him. My food stamps had ended. I had zero. I had no money coming in. I had no food stamps coming in. I had no form of financial support coming in for myself and uh, and my my two sons. Okay, um, it it was a wrap. I there was nothing, but I knew I had to exit this relationship. I had to be strong enough to exit what was no longer serving me well and was creating toxicity and dysfunction in my life. If I was gonna be done with the dumb stuff. And once I made the decision, once he left, once he took what he could carry with him, I packed up the rest and you know sent it to him. He was able to come by and get it. Once that happened, doors started opening. Once that happened, an investor who invested in homes, who had been my ex-husband's business partner, friend, um, I went to him and said, I just asked my ex-husband to leave. We are going to get a divorce. 
Um, do you know anyone who would be willing to purchase this house? Uh, I'm not going to be able to afford the mortgage was at $1,250. I'm not going to be able to afford this. Do you know what that man said to me? He said, I have been waiting for you to make this decision. He said, that man was not good for you. And I had been waiting on you to realize that and make this decision. He said, don't worry about it. I got you. I will cover your mortgage every month until you're stable. So don't worry about it. Get yourself stable. Get yourself situated. Get your income coming in. And I got your mortgage. $1,250 a month is not a cheap mortgage, you all. And this man said, I got you. I was waiting for you to exit because I had what was next. You were going to enter in to this new season. God had already put people in position. One of my brothers stepped up and said, I got your phone bill because you're going to need your phone in order to find a job. And I got your electric bill. My college son said, you don't have to send me no money. Matter of fact, mom, I'm going to work. And I got your water bill. People started, groceries started showing up at the door. I mean, I can just go on and on about the blessings, how God already had people and things positioned once I was willing to exit that relationship, I was able to walk in. It entered me into the next season in my life. But had I not been willing, had I not been willing to exit, I would have been staying in a toxic, dysfunctional relationship that was degrading myself, that was harming my children when all of this was behind the door. Dysfunction. Okay. You all, for those who are watching the video, you're going to get this visual. I'll do my best to explain it to you all who are listening to my voice. But right now I'm holding my phone and my phone is representing the door. On the on my left of the door was dysfunction, toxicity, um, health declining, you know, a lot of junk. All the dumb stuff was to the left. To the right was support. To the right was love. To the right was new employment opportunities, new business opportunities. What stood between the dysfunction and the toxicity and the love, the support, the new business ventures, the new employment ventures, what stood between the two was a door. I had to be willing to open this door and exit everything on the left to enter all the greatness on the right. My exit was an entry. I don't know how much plainer to make it to you. Somebody listening to this podcast on today, somebody who is watching the video version on YouTube, this is like a really serious time. <laughs> there is someone who's listening today 
and you are torn between two things. Right now, you're double-minded. You know that you got to let go of some things. You know that you got to say no. You know that you got to walk away from some stuff. You know that you got to say, I'm done with the dumb stuff. Uh, you know that this stuff over here is no longer serving you. These people, places, things, it's no longer serving you. It's no longer serving your legacy. It's no longer serving your well-being. It's no longer serving the person that God has created you to be. And you know that, but you have allowed fear. You have allowed second guessing. You have allowed other people's opinions, other people's words. You have allowed all of these things to keep you from exiting that situation to enter into your next, to enter into your greatness. Well, today is your sign. Today is confirmation. Today is revelation. Today is whatever you need it to be to realize that your exit, every exit in your life is an entry to your next, to your greatness. And you are absolutely prepared to be able to step into your next. And you deserve to step into your next. You deserve everything that's waiting for you in this new season. Everything that's waiting for you in this entry point. Everything that's waiting for you on this side of the door. You deserve it. You need it. And it's yours. Be done with the dumb stuff and go get your dreams. Go get your visions. Go be great. Go step into your next level of success and stop playing small. Stop operating from a place of fear, a place of confusion, a place of not knowing and being weary and leery of the unknown. God created you to be bold. He created you to take risks and chances. And this is what I call a God-approved risk. There are those things that God has already spoken into your spirit, that he has already made provision. When I asked my husband, my ex-husband to leave our home, I had no idea of the provision that God had already made that was waiting for me on the other side of the door. I didn't know that provision was there. And the only way I was able to find out is I had to say no to this relationship and I had to exit through the door. You apply this to the situation in your life. And today is your day, your declaration that you're done with the dumb stuff and that you are being the woman, you're being the man that God has called you and created you and designed you to be and you are walking out of the old and into the new. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. An amazing subject 
I pray that you got everything that you needed from today's podcast. And until we meet again, blessings. You are listening to Done With The Dumb Stuff, hosted by Sharice L. Irvy. Please connect with Sharice on Instagram at Sharice Speaks and like, subscribe, and turn on your YouTube notifications on her YouTube channel, Sharice Speaks. If you would like to purchase your I'm Done With The Dumb Stuff t-shirt or any other statement tee that you may have seen Sharice wearing, visit notnowapparel.shop. Notnowapparel.shop. And when you purchase a statement tee, $2 from every purchase will be donated to the Carrie J. Gray Scholarship Program, which supports mentors and provides financial support for young women attending college. We want to be able to help them make their dreams come true. So $2 from every t-shirt is sewn into the Carrie J. Gray Scholarship Program. Please catch up on our previous episodes. If you have not listened to every episode, please take some time out and go back and listen to some of our previous episodes. You will not be disappointed. Until we chat again next week, be blessed.